You are listening to the SSG Podcast, a monthly HR, health and safety podcast available through all good podcast streaming services. Hello and welcome to this month's SSG Podcast. My name's Adam and I'm Head of Training at SSG and I'm joined this week with Manuela, Head of People Services. And we're going to talk to you today about the Christmas party. Now, I think the title for this we sort of decided on is um, Christmas parties, where does safety start and how does that impact on our fun? Words to that effect, because <laughs> this is a difficult topic to talk about, isn't it? Um, we were going to sort of explore some of the ideas. Now, there aren't any hard and fast rules here, as you will find out, but it's really important that we think about these things and are comfortable as a company as to what our expectations and limits are. Christmas parties, what could go wrong? Um, obviously, I mean, from a from a fluffy perspective, I suppose, Christmas parties are a great opportunity to get people together, have a bit of a laugh, you know, and do that bonding, team building thing. Um, it's that time of the year as well where everyone needs a bit of a pick-me-up, I think. So, you know, let's not ban Christmas parties. They're not all bad, but they do come with a few risks, um, which you need to be aware of and, and take control of as an employer. So what do you think, Adam? What would you say the first sort of responsibility should be of the employer when we book something? Well, we were looking at, looking at this from a, a legal point of view. And the first thing that jumps to mind is the Health and Safety at Work Act. And the first question there is the at work part. So the law applies, as we all know, to when we're at work. The definition there is is woolly, isn't it? And so when we're at a Christmas party, is it work? Is it not work? We could argue this either way. However, when we step away from criminal law and we move into civil law and we look at the ability for us to bring a claim for negligence against our employer, there is a clear liability here if our employer is organising an event to ensure, you know, sort of our sort of common law safety. So we need to make sure that fundamental basic stuff is in place. So even though the criminal law side of it might be confusing, there's definitely a civil law responsibility to ensure the safety of our staff. I'm with Manuela here. The reason why we wanted to discuss this is I think it's really important to explore this line. If we can't just ban anything that might be fun in the basis of it being safer and easier not to do it. But equally, we need to make sure that we don't naively run into excess risk, it's fair to say that, or complications. So we're starting off talking about this very much from a health and safety point of view. Like you said right at the beginning, you alluded to that what could possibly go wrong. There are plenty of other things we need to consider about our Christmas party. So let's try and answer the question, is having a staff do work or is it not? And there is actually some case law out there that gives us some pointers um, where essentially you as an employer are required to make it very clear what the expectations are, when the party starts, when the party ends. So at what point is it work due and at what point is it not? So we've actually got some case law. If you wanted to read up more on that, you can find that readily available on the internet. The case is Bellman versus Northampton Recruitment Limited. Quite a complex story, but to put it um, simply, uh, the organization had a Christmas due, finished their meal, and then the managing director paid for taxis to continue drinking at another venue. An argument broke out at that venue and an employee sadly was injured to the point where he sustained a brain injury. Um, and uh, the question was, okay, is the company, could the company be held vicariously liable for the actions of its employees and on, on that particular party. And the decision was made on appeal that, yes, it could be because the managing director was there. He was, incidentally, he was the attacker, 
very strange scenario there. Um, but he was the one who'd ordered the taxis, got the people to the new venue, still paid for drinks. So they said that, you know, in the eyes of this particular case, I suppose it was still classed as a works do. So the senior directors and managers still had a responsibility to ensure safety. So I think that no matter how you look at this, there is a need to define, risk assess and consider exactly. what our Christmas party is going to look like and how we manage so risk assess then. So it's risk assess. What do we risk where, assess? Where I now, I think it was really important, like you said, defining what the Christmas party consists of, isn't mm-hmm. it? Firstly, what are the expectations? And when does it start? Where does it end? Are we paying for taxis on into the town and nightclubs later? Or is that the party ends and it's individual responsibilities? We need that definition, don't we? Of where are we? Yeah. And then I suppose we've got to think about things like travel. Now, the first thing we think of is, you know, getting there if there's inclement weather or difficult travel to the venue. How are we going to get people there? Are we going to bus people there if people drive themselves? But much more importantly for me is travel home. So if you're staying at a venue, particularly overnight, or if you're not staying at the venue, but you've decided to drive, have some alcohol, thinking that you've only had a little bit, but you need to drive home, or if you've had more alcohol than you would expect in the evening and you're driving home the next day. That for me is a really big one. Driving the next day now sees more people charged with drink driving than people driving after event. Culture has shifted around drink driving. However, I don't think people realise how long it takes alcohol to get out of your system. This is all we've got time for on our free podcast today. All of our advisor members can now switch onto SoundCloud to hear the rest of our podcast. Thank you very much for being with us today. I hope that's given you some useful points to think about. Have a fabulous festive season and we'll be again next year. Thank you very much. See you soon. Thank Bye. You.